telling you like well, we're, we're we moving we're doing stuff it's fine but we actually have finally settled enough into our new apartment that we had a space because we didn't want to put out an episode that was like super echoey yeah um and like thrown together and ella had this one that was like really good but we needed the time to do it and so, the space. so we're set up we're recording face to face for the first time and who knows how long yeah i, I don't no, because we I, definitely, even when I was in Long Beach, we definitely did more virtual, mm-hmm. like over the phone or on Discord, just because it was hard to get time together. Where we sorry if you can hear Ollie in the background. Yeah, my dog Ollie and Ella's cat Hobbs are still kind of getting to know each other. Hobbs is super fine. My dog is old and doesn't want Hobbs to mess with him, so. Hobbs is going to be a current factor in our recordings, apparently. Yeah. So, if you hear him at all... Just know that our animals want to say hi. It's a cat, and yeah. He's a spooky He's orange spooky. tabby. Perfect for Halloween. Um, do we have any updates? Um, I mean, there's a weird Beaverton case that yeah, we're keeping we're an, keeping eye, an on eye on. Sure. Um, Ella sent it to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was watching that one already. <laughs> I feel like I already knew about that murder. Um, I don't know. I've been kind of out of the loop for things because we've been so busy with everything else. I'm excited to get back into things, though. Yeah. Anyways, so, like Alexa said already, this has been an episode that's been in the works for a little bit, but I finally got around to, like, putting some effort into it. Today's episode is on the Paris catacombs. Ooh, spooky and, and she bones. had to t- she had to tell me so that I could put my um the title in. For yeah, that. and then I was like, "Ooh, I'm surprised you didn't catch on because when we were watching Hunchback of Notre Dame, Josh turned to look at me when they were in the catacombs and he went." Did you fucking tell him what you were talking about before me? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh my god. We were driving together to go get coffee, and he wanted to know. When was this? When I went to go get coffee and pick up the Target order. Oh, okay. I guess. Oh, <laughs> so boy. yeah, Josh knew. Well, but you know how he is with spoilers. Yeah, he is a man that detests spoilers and like doesn't like to give other people spoilers, even though both me and Ella don't care about spoilers. And typically, by the time we get around to actually watching the thing, we have forgotten yeah, whatever we, we learned. And also, it doesn't take anything away from me to know yeah, a little no. bit early. It takes some of the stress away for me to, like, know what's going to happen to a certain mm-hmm. Anyways, Ooh. shall we jump in? Yeah. Okay, so before Paris was Paris, it was a town called Lutetia, which built all of its buildings in limestone. Oh, no. And that was, like, the main construct of that town. And as, you know, time goes on, the limestone wears down. Yeah. Sorry, I'm holding the cat in my arms. Like a baby. Like a baby. And as Paris became more of a, like, city city, it was built on top of the limestone. So there were just a bunch of... Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. What is the deal with people's city planning at this, like... It's so many cities are built on top of things, and it's just like, why did we do that? 
Yeah, so as Paris <laughs> all of these like limestone tunnels were running under the city. Okay. Because of because of the previous town. Okay. Um I know where I'm going with this. So you know, with Paris and everything, it's Europe in the olden days, so not the most sanitary. No, not at all. Um, and people just started dying and they were like, What the fuck do we do with all these bodies, right? Wasn't it for the plague? I believe this was... A lot of them around the time of the Black Plague. Yeah, a lot of people died at the plague, and then there were other, like, burial plots that had to be dug up, and then they were like, well, what do we do with all these bodies? Yeah, because burying people is really just, like, not the most efficient thing. Like, what do you do with all those bones? Well, like, that's the thing. I mean, there's, there's something to be said. I saw a TikTok about this where it was like, we don't bury people anymore, so, like, how are people gonna know that I was super cool? And I feel like that might be just, like, the biggest thing. Although, if we didn't bury people, we wouldn't have super cool cemeteries like New Orleans. Yeah, but we can leave, like, the old people buried, and I want to become, like, a sword or something. Ooh. You want to be loose like Maja. didn't I send you the thing about, like, how much iron is in blood? And, like, I think how much blood you would need to make, like, a sword out of literal blood. And I was like, D&D character. <laughs> <laughs> she is born. <laughs> so, yeah, as, you know, people kept dying and cemeteries were filling up, the problem grew so bad by 1786 that cemeteries were emptied for public safety reasons because it got too much of a problem. So they dug up about 6 million people. Oh, my God. So, you know, obviously That's you're a like... a lot of messed up people. <laughs> so, you know, it becomes the problem of, okay, well, what do we do with all of these bones? And they went into the tunnels under the city and just started putting people into those catacombs. And no, thank you, sir. There were so many people that they had to dig more tunnels. No, thank you, sir. And I'm saying, sir, because men were the ones making all the decisions back then. Yeah, of course. No, all there's the no way women were involved. made decisions... You know exactly just the fact that Rome literally cannot fix itself because the minute they dig a second down, they are like uncovering some ancient <laughs> artifact, and so they literally cannot have a subway because of that. Because there's just too much shit. There's there. too much stuff, and when you like uncover crap, you have to call in like archaeologists mm-hmm. and anthropologists, and, and they're just like, "Nope, sorry, <laughs> we there don't might like be human a- remains here." So, yeah, well, and this is, you know, in the 1700s. Yes. <laughs> so that still gives you a good chunk of time. So around this time when they initially started putting people down there, it was only, how much do I have? 20 meters? Okay. About. What have we learned? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, that has grown. Um so all of these mines of Paris, the limestone mines, became catacombs, and it was, it's kind of like the catacombs of Rome, but to a, he's very curious, but to a much larger extent, um, the, <laughs> it was more about that. What is it with her animals today biting things? They're not <laughs> they're, biting they smell like stuff. toys or food or anything. Yeah, there is an official section that's only about two kilometers long that people can actually go and see. 
it you can get in for a small fee. It's a museum. It's very cool. It attracts like three hundred thousand people a year. For the catacombs? For the catacombs. Yeah. But for some reason still a lot of people don't even know about them. I I know. Um Are we weird? I mean are I'm just saying, are we weird? I mean of course we're weird, but like are we weird that like you know? Yeah, we're weirdos. How did you not know that there was like literally a bunch of skulls like creating wallpaper under the most glamorous of cities? I think it's very cool. But yeah, uh, as some of, like, as, you know, it grew, a lot of more people became aware of them. And you have a few, like, pretty big people going into the catacombs, like uh, Charles X mm-hmm. in 1787, Napoleon and his son. I don't care about Napoleon. But these days it's open to everyone, but only a very small section of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think some of it is actually underwater. Correct? Uh, that is correct. And a lot of it is still undiscovered. Ugh. So we are still digging out pieces of catacombs. Because there's the Nancy Drew game, where at some point you actually do have to go down into the catacombs for something. You spend very minimal time in the actual catacombs. In, like, the, the catacombs, catacombs. Because most of it is actually just, like, in the sewer system. Fun. Which is like, I'd rather be looking at skulls. Um, but it was <laughs> right. a very strange turn for a, a game that was about a corrupt fashion designer. I think I've played that one, yeah. So, here's a quick timeline of the catacombs of Paris. Um, 53 million years ago, Paris is a swamp. Wow. There's nothing there. Oh, 53 million years ago. Yes. Okay. 53 million year go- years ago, Paris is a swamp. 47, yes, 47 million years ago, the city, like, as we know it, becomes more of a city. Not like seven. how many? Million. Not as, like, people living there, but as, like, the ground works for it. Like, you're starting to get the shape of it. Okay. Um, first century CE, limestone pits. That's when they started becoming a thing there. 14th century, you get the first underground quarries of, like, limestone mines. Mm-hmm. Um, 1774, there's a serious cave-in. 300 meters of tunnels collapse underneath the city. Okay. Um, 1776, Louis XIV bans mining under Paris. So it kind of got shut down for a few years there. Um, 1777, the creation of the General Inspectorate of Quarries becomes a thing. So people are looking at how to make them more sturdy. Okay. This is after some bones are already down there, which is part of where the underwater comes from and where all of the tunnels we have to dig out are. Okay. 1777, General Inspectorate of Quarries. Got that. 1780 rolls around and you get the closure of the Saints Innocent Cemetery. So that is okay. around okay. the cemetery. Yeah, that is around the time when bodies <laughs> start getting dumped back into the catacombs. Um, in 1786, the municipal osery opens in former tumissary quarry. So different sections are being opened as these inspectors are going. Okay, well we need more space. Mm-hmm. All that. 
1787 to 1814, millions of more bones are transferred from Paris uh, cemeteries into the catacombs. Um, I like how we just didn't think back in the day, especially as like a people who were more, um, what's the word? Stereo, well, it's not stereotype. What's the word? Um, I don't know what you're trying to say, so I really superstitious. As okay. a people who were more superstitious at the time, it's really weird that we were like, yeah, there won't be any issues with like no witchcraft, no up. anything. Yeah, you know the things that we got so mad at women for doing potentially of the like, do not bite. Yeah, and having like grave robbers yeah. and all that. Not an like, issue. No, no, because we're not taking it. We're just moving them over. Also, we're rich white men, and we can do whatever we want. Because we make the law. It feels very much like, like, oh, we have a problem. Well, I don't know what to do about it. We'll just move it over here. <laughs> we'll just and put we'll it underground it. and people are going to forget No one will, it. like, just bury it. Nobody will care. And then it's like, okay, but it's causing a ton of fucking Yeah, it's problems. causing more problems. You could have just figured out what to do with it and held some type of ceremony before you closed down the frickin', um... The cemeteries. cemeteries. Which mm-hmm. is how we have haunted lakes, because so many of those were old towns, and they're, like, supposed to dig up everyone before they, like, flood yeah, it. Yeah, they're just like, no, we don't want to deal like, with they it. they get tired. They get tired of digging out people, and they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> we're just gonna put water in it. Ugh. Really makes you feel better about lakes now, doesn't it? I don't know. I mean, I already knew that, and I think Morbid covered it as well, but it's just like, I remember the first time I went to a lake, first time well, I've been to the lakes before, but um, I was, you know, concerned, because I don't like lakes. And then um, my best, one of my best friends, Ellie, her dad said, well, it's a man-made lake. And I was like, that doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel a and little I bit was, worse, actually. I was like, I was like 14 at the time, which had, I had no concept of like what we did to make lakes before that. I was just like, I don't know why you're telling me <laughs> I just me don't that. trust it. And then to, to know the fact that like, I haven't looked up the lake that I swam in, I should and do an episode about it. You absolutely But like, should. the fact that we could be He's doggy paddling, backstroking, and there's just a fucking abandoned church below you. Yeah, but you can't see it because the water's too murky, so you would never know. And like at the time, cool though. I mean, yes, but like uh, that's like uh, the opening opening of a horror movie. Sounds like a Scooby Doo episode. Mm, 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 mm. I don't like it. Glad we came to that conclusion. Uh, Alexa, heads up, Alexa does still not like lakes. Hasn't lakes. changed yeah. at all. Newsflash. Breaking news. Alexa still does not like lakes. <laughs> Sir, could you like lay down like the other animal? It's no. nap time too, but he really wants to be a part of the podcast. Bones transferred. People are moving. In 1809, it becomes open to the public. You can go down into the catacombs. Oh, earlier than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's been like 1900s. Like... Look at that when we did it. Because that's when we had our, like, spiritual awakening. Where yeah. everyone had, like, parlors and was playing Ouija boards and shit. Uh, um, but only... It took until 1860 for bones to stop being put in the catacombs. So you... it was open to the public and you could be like, I want my bones here. <laughs> I want to die and then have my bones here. Yeah, I want my bones here so people will come visit me. 
Yeah, so you've got a little bit less than a century of bones being put into these catacombs. I thought you were going to say, you've got bones. (laughs) (laughs) You've got bones. (laughs) So if you order bones online... And it mails like. Are we ta- okay? Are we talking real bones or There's, like? Okay, I was listening to freaking um Nicole and Sashir's podcast, and someone talked about how that they much they liked to collect human teeth. That's concerning on a lot of levels. Yes, yes, <laughs> and but then they looked There's at. There's also the spine guy on TikTok who's like, I just like human spines. I mean, they're very interesting, but I don't want spines. But anyway, they looked it up, and you can buy like bulk human teeth. That's horrifying. And so, <laughs> why would you want to do that? I don't know. I don't. And part of me is like, how are they getting this many teeth? Like, I know for like babies and stuff, I guess. But like, but they're gonna be all different sizes. And what dentists are just selling teeth to this person <laughs> to sell to other people? The distributor. The, yeah, the tooth fairy <laughs> is just the fucking dentist industry, and that's why I don't trust them. <laughs> They steal your bones, guys. Have you seen a picture of what the two fairies actually supposed to look like? I haven't. I think I sent you a TikTok about it, but we're really behind. We are so behind on my TikToks, which is why I have no information about one of the other things I wanted to talk about for this episode. Anyways, 1860, last bones brought in. In 2002, the catacombs become a part of the history of Paris as like an official landmark. I mean, as they should. That was only 20 years ago. Ugh. <laughs> no, you don't like that? Well, it just, like, it feels like they're not, like, the, you know, I don't know if I've heard a ton about Paris being haunted in terms of, like... Paris isn't as haunted as you would expect for it being such an old city. Well, and for all the limestone and, like, the dipl- displacement of, um... <laughs> You know, literal bones into a limestone water factory. Limestone water factory. Um, and you know, but then we have places like Savannah, Georgia, and New Orleans, and like tombstone, just, that are just like built for this. <laughs> My God, <laughs> Hobbs, please. <laughs> Anyways, um. From 2017 to 2019, there was a slow shift in the catacombs where they opened a new entrance and closed down um, a lot more of what they had previously opened. And then in 2020, when the pandemic happened, they closed it down completely, which I'll get to later because some shit happens. Um, I believe it's back open now. Probably. Because France is doing better. Yeah, but it's still limited, and they do limited tours. So if you want to go check it out, go check it out. Tell us how the bones are. Yeah, if you have been, please tell me. Because when I went to Paris, I was only there for a day, and we did not have enough time. Nor would my mom probably want to, want go, to go look to at bones. bones. Yeah. I want to go see bones. I just want to go see the catacomb. It looks, it's a very, in, you know, interesting thing in history. <laughs> Anyways... So we have gotten to the section of my notes that just say random facts, mushrooms. Random facts, mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. So um, in the 19th century, a man named Monsieur Chambéry was exploring the catacombs when he discovered a patch of mushrooms growing. And he decided to just start planting shit. And the, <laughs> the catacombs started planting his own crops. Um, seems like a good idea. 
and that started a trend of people planting food and crops and things <laughs> in the catacombs um, for some fucking reason. Okay. Um. So nobody really knew what kind of mushrooms these were, but as of 2004-ish, they were recognized by the Horticulture Society of Paris. For their bone plants. Yeah, for their bone plants, their bone mushrooms. Do we know what happened to people who ate them? I don't know if anyone has ever eaten them. I didn't find anything out about them. What's the point of growing crops if you're not going to (laughs) harvest them? And they would all be spoiled now. I don't know. All I know is that mushrooms are growing in the bones. That's so disrespectful, I feel. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I died and my mm-hmm. bones were to be used, like, if my skull was a potholder, that would be <laughs> kind of cool. I'm sorry. If your skull was a potholder, <laughs> no, like, do you know what a potholder is? <laughs> They're a thing that you, you put on your hands. So that you can pick up a pot lid or a pot handle. What are you talking about? It's like a plant pot. If you flip it upside down. A planter? (laughs) Not a pot holder. Anyways. How tall was the biggest weight, Ella? 20 meters. 20 yards. Nope. 20 yards, yeah. Anyways, I'm just saying, I think it would be really cool if someone took my scone. (laughs) I sound like that freaking fox from the vine. (laughs) Oh, you want yours? I know. I know what you're trying to say. You would like your skull to grow mushrooms. Yes. I think it would be really cool if my skull was used as a pot for these like new type of mushrooms. Okay, but you also one love mushrooms. Two, have are alive still and can tell me about it. Three, not allergic to mushrooms. Like, how would it feel if you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is planting mushrooms? Me, me. Yeah. What if you were growing like? <laughs> what if your bones have an allergic reaction? What if you were growing like? What if people were using you to grow like radishes? Your spirit Ew. just starts getting hives because somebody's planting mushrooms <laughs> in you. <laughs> I would really hope that by then that isn't a thing that we would have to worry about. Well, I mean, we don't want to be bones. I don't. I want to be ashes. Maybe we just save my skull to be used as a pot. Uh, I mean, I'm really hoping I go before you. <laughs> so that you don't so, have to arrange that for Yeah, me. and you can figure out whether or not I'm going in a teapot, an orb, or something else. Something loose like matcha, I believe is what you yeah, told me. In a teapot. What if we accidentally use your matcha ashes to make tea, Alexa? I mean, that that has happened in many, many, many comedy movies. I just, you know, if you don't know this fact, it delights me to be the one to introduce it to you. But the reason mummies are almost extinct is because the British were just eating them. I did know this. So, yeah, listeners, the British people ate mummies, and that's why we don't have a lot of them anymore. But it's not like it's a rare thing. I don't know why they would have eaten the mummies. They're not that desperate for seasoning. They control the entire Indian trade. I mean, spice they don't route. want any of the spices anyway, is what I'm I saying. Know. But they have had no shortage of food. It was the Irish people that had the famine, and that's why they worship potatoes. British people. I mean, I am Irish partially, and I do worship potatoes. It's potato. It's potato. Um. um 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it sounds cool. I would think it would be more, I feel like it would be more um, respectful if they did, like, wildflowers. Though I don't know that, how, also, how, there's no light down there. That's what he's saying. How do they grow any mushrooms? Mushrooms. Okay. Okay. If it's just mushrooms, I think we could get okay with it. Like I just think it was the fact that he planted the mushrooms. They didn't like just start growing because of whatever yeah. bacteria was Which down there. Which they probably would have. That's what I'm saying. But he deliberately like planted mushrooms, and then other people saw them. And went, we can do that. We can start planting bone food. I don't know what else would have grown down there, but potatoes. No, I think they need light. Potatoes. The second under fun facts that I have is called the hideout. And you might have heard about this already. Okay. But I think it's really cool. Um, so in 2004, a group of police officers were exploring uh, a restricted part of the catacombs. Why? Because we don't really know how far the catacombs are, where they go, so people are still excavating them. So they them. sent in constables? This was in 2004. Okay, so they sent in constables? <laughs> Hey Siri, <laughs> what is a police officer called in France? Emergency numbers may differ by location within France. No, nope. for the police, numbers include one hundred and twelve and seventeen. Um, we're just gonna go with constables. Constable is English, though. Hang on, I'll find out. Le policier. Le policier. Le policier. Gotcha. I mean, or there's l'officier de police. And it's like, I'm not going to say all of that. I'm sure you guys have more slang that I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. But also, why are we sending in these people? I'm sorry. We should be sending in, like, Indiana Jones. (laughs) Better people to be equipped for this stuff. What is a policeman going to do against a demon? Or a cave-in. I don't... I don't Firefighters? Uh, couldn't send firefighters in? At least they're prepared for, like, shit. It's France. I don't have any answers for you. Okay, I'm just saying it's poor planning, in my Obviously. opinion. Um, anyways, yeah. 2004, police officers exploring restricted parts of the catacombs. Also, because a lot of people get lost down there sometimes, so they I've have to go find people. That's terrifying. It is horrifying, and I hate it. Um... And they started to find really weird shit down there as no. they were exploring. No, no. Please. They found a... <laughs> they found a PA system with pre-recorded guard dog barking noises. Why? Yeah. So Why they earth? They found a loop of guard dog barking noises. But, like, why, though? What, what are we guarding it from? Are we scaring the ghosts? Is a really bad skeleton down there? Is it? Is that where they kept all the old men skeletons? And so they wanted people to stay off their lawn of <laughs> mushrooms. Off my garden. Um. Anyways, they found the PA system with pre-recorded barking noises, and then they found um three hundred square feet of like wires and shit. Um. For phones using pirated electricity and shit like that. I'm sorry, say that again. What they found wiring. Yeah, they found 300 square feet of 
like wiring. copper wiring, like phone wiring, like uh, in, what is getting any electricity through the catacombs? It just says pirated electricity. Any sense? Well, I mean, there are other entrances into the catacombs that have been blocked off, but we still don't know all of them. So if you can find an entrance that hasn't been discovered, which a lot of people do, mm-hmm. um, you can get into the catacombs and, like, are still able to get out and do all your stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah, people were... They have a, they found a PA system. They found a bunch of wiring for um, phones and shit like that. Um, and then they found a bar, a living area, a workshop, a lounge, and a cinema. All <laughs> within these catacombs. So I think people were like living out here, kind of. Yeah, that's and they exactly were using the barking to make people like get to out. Yeah, to make them think that there were cops down there or something. It's like a speakeasy, kind of. Yeah, and it, the cinema was enough to sit, like, 20 people, at least, comfortably, in a bone room. Okay. Um, the cinema seats had been carved into the stones of the catacombs. That's not comfortable. And they found security cameras recording in each of these rooms. That is the weirdest fucking shit. And this happened in 2004. This is the weirdest crap. So, this entire area was obviously being monitored, and it was secure. Okay, can we tap the feed and see where it's going? I don't believe so. At least that's not what they do. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I don't know, but, like, I'm pretty sure back then it was a lot easier. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's easier to do it now, but I feel like it's also easier to, like, close your loop so that nobody can. But I am not an IT person. Yeah, I know nothing about technology. Um, anyway, so the cops found that was super suspicious because obviously people are living in these catacombs. Um, so they left and came back a few days later with, like, a bigger investigation team and everything was gone. All of, all of the phone lines, the recordings, the cameras, the only thing they found was a note that just said, don't search. Okay, I won't. Thank you. Yeah, I don't need to know anything else about that. I'll wait till I die. I'll put it on my list of things to ask the higher power that I see when we when we die. Um, yeah, what the fuck was it? Like, who was living down there? A cult, probably. Who else is going to live down that there? That sounds like a bougie-ass cult that I might want to be a part of. I'm sorry. What cult is not bougie as fuck? I mean, Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. Like, they lived on an old thing. I mean, it didn't look it, but he was chasing fame and shit mm, and then look at scientology career. and crap yeah. these people have like a whole ass speakeasy down there like that sounds great but obviously people were still like living down there and monitoring shit because it was gone by the time the cops came back well obviously um i'm sure it took them a couple days to go back mm-hmm. or even a day and if you know the catacombs really well uh, like they obviously did then it's not that hard to just get a bunch of people to go in and grab everything. Well, and clearly they were, like, watching for things, too. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, there are pictures of this. 2004. I'm not It's It's cool, actually. I really like it. Um, should I wait while you look at pictures? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, and then even more recently, in 2017, so only five years ago, um, 
there was a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old that got lost in the catacombs for over three days. No. Just stuck down there. That's the worst thing ever. Because they went in on a tour and then... Okay, so they were taking a tour. Yeah, and nobody knows how they got lost exactly. I don't think even the kids know how they got lost. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, these two kids got lost. They were found thanks to a team of rescue dogs and they were taken to a hospital. Um, They were dehydrated? They were dehydrated. They got hypothermia down there. That would make sense. What year? What time of year was it? I'm not sure. I don't exactly have anything, but I believe it was in the winter time. Yeah. Well, I think Paris, I mean, it does get warm in Paris, but Paris is like more northern, so it definitely probably stays cooler. Oh, also, longer. it's underground. Yeah. And it's in the dark. Damp. And it's a maze. And it's damp. Yeah. And they had like no lights, no food, no nothing, which is terrifying. It's like that movie, The Girls That Go Spelunking, called The Descent. That one. That's based off of this. Or it's based off, it's based off of the kids that go missing? No, it's, it's just based, based off the catacombs. Okay. Which I it's have- a great movie. I've always refused to watch it because I knew it'd be terrified, but I oh, want to watch it. Oh, it's actually a pretty good one, but it has, like, creepy bat creatures down there. Like, Jeepers Creepers bat creatures? No, it's just, like, kind of the thing of, like, what if- either what if bats evolved or what if humans, like, had gone under- like, mm-hmm. in the evolution of- cave people yeah like what if you were stuck underground no i'm like like so they get they fall through like a floor sorry about spoilers it's like i think it's like at least 10 years old. yeah it's an old movie um so they like one of them like falls through one of the grounds and so they have to like go get her um because it's like a group of girlfriends and so while they're in there then they have to like figure out how to get back up but someone like hurts their ankle or something and then like there ends up being these like cave people mm-hmm. that can like see better and I mean I'm sure blonde, through evolution like, that would happen. Like they are basically bat people. Like they have mm-hmm. echolocation, they can I think fly. And so they have to like fight these people. I know there's like another movie kind of something like this. I'm wondering if I'm blending two movies together. But I think that's what I'm talking about. So I'm pretty sure you're correct in that. Maybe this is it. Um but yeah that's all I got on that story. But 2005. Thought, sorry. It came out in 2005. So it's over a decade old. Underground predators inhabit the crevices and have a taste for human flesh. Love that. That sounds really reassuring. But it's a good movie. And I believe it's like one of those Bechdel test pass movies mm-hmm. because it's like women just getting shit done and like proving like you can have a horror movie based off of just women, which like we have quite Obviously. a lot of them. Because women know how to do things. Um, anyways. So the next thing I have under my fun facts tab, I have called the cataphiles and filbert. Okay, so cataphile sounds like a cat. No. And filbert sounds like the name <laughs> of the cat. Give to a rock. <laughs> give to a rock? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know. Our mom named her Fred. And you just associate filbert with Sounds a rock. like a rock. Yeah. I mean, I guess we have to get a rock named Filbert now? No. I want a rock named Filbert. That's Thank you. Maybe a rock troll? I don't... How do we get trolls? I don't know. You can change them. Okay. Anyways, back to the topic. 
Um, during the French Revolution in 1793, a man named Philbert Asper was a dormant at the Val de Grasse Hospital okay. on a mission to fetch a certain liqueur from a cellar. Philbert actually ended up entering the Paris catacombs instead. How? Old hospitals, man. I don't know what to tell you. But he was also fetching a liqueur. Yeah, from the cellars. Of the hospital? What, France just has alcohol everywhere? It's France! It's fucking France! (laughs) Why are you asking questions about that? What year was this? It, during the French Revolution in 1793. Okay, they would, they would be they, definitely, they would, yeah. at the time, be like, oh, this man's sick. He clearly needs <laughs> whiskey uh, or whatever. A, uh, what is it? A 1395 French Bordeaux Prosecco. <laughs> well, I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> Hobbes, go away. So, he ended up entering one of the many entrances into the catacombs. Okay. Um... And obviously, you know, it's fucking France in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. He had a single candle alone no. in this pitch black maze of bones. And not in the French Revolution. Yeah, and in the French Revolution, he became incredibly lost. Um, and many believe he was intoxicated at the of time course, as well. Probably. Um, France in the French Revolution. Exactly. And, you know, eventually his candle went out, and there was no way for him to escape at that point. Be- like, because you're lost. Uh-huh. And, like, either, was it, like, a situation where, like, the wax burned down, or was there no more oxygen? I think it was just the wax burned down. Because he was, he was doing fine. Um, but, yeah, he... He got lost. Nobody ever heard from him again. His body was found 11 years later in 1804. How far away was he from the hospital? Um, I'm not sure how far away he was from the hospital. They identified him by the key ring hanging from his belt. Um, and the spare is buried in the catacombs, exactly where he died. Cataphiles and catacomb folklore tellers say that each November 3rd, Philbert's ghost haunts the labyrinth of the catacombs. But to make it worse, he was only, like, three feet away from an exit. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and he just never made it. Yeah, so he is one of the only known ghosts to haunt the catacombs. And he has become, like, the cataphile god, basically. Cataphile god. The cataphiles are... They got their name from this guy, um... And they are people who go down and, and uh, explore the catacombs. Okay. But obviously it's not legal to do that because there's only a small portion open to the public, but people do it anyways. Like I said, if you know where any of those other entrances are, um, you can mm-hmm. get them in there. So there's a, a very large group of people who just go exploring the catacombs. Um, and yeah, this guy is like... The protector god of the cataphiles, basically. He's become a saint to them. I feel like he would not like the catacombs. Yeah, I feel like he's not a good one to like. I mean, I guess he wants to, like, help people back out. I mean, I could see him doing that now that he probably knows, but I don't know why he would be, like, the patron saint of the catacombs. I don't got answers for you. Because I feel like he'd be like, oh, fuck this place. I hate it down here. I've spent, I don't know how many days down here. Right before he died. Um, but, yeah. So, 
Gilbert to spare. He's got his own tomb and everything. There are pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, his grave isn't open to the public, I don't believe. Okay. But yeah. Um, every November 3rd. He's down he's there. Do we have um like like we have birth signs? Do we have death signs? I don't know what that means. No, I know what you're talking about, but I don't think that's a thing. It'd be cool if it was though. Well, because I don't like you don't know when you're gonna die. No, but like we could like look up that I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's fair. So I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you like you look up your zodiac sign based on when you're gonna die, or like you could like look into things. I have no idea. Anyways, moving on from that kind of interesting topic that we can come back to at a different time. Um, the next section I have is called the video. No. Yeah, you're not gonna like this. I don't want to go. Um, this video I don't was support this stream came out sometime in the last twenty years. Um. Of a man who got lost in the catacombs okay. in a bunch of passages and cops. No, recreational explorers, so I believe more cataphiles, mm-hmm. but in a nicer term, um, were exploring the tunnels and they found this video camera. Oh, no. The, this is what's based on the descent, probably. Probably. The footage seems to suggest that the man had wandered into the catacombs on his own and became lost and then terrified by someone or something and possibly disappeared. Nobody knows where he is, or if the video is even real. It probably isn't, because of how things go these days. When did it get found? Um, I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Catacombs. Because a lot of people do um, these things where, especially when found footage was first starting, it was, like, super easy to do it. And it's still a super easy way to show, of like, a proof of concept for like a short film and like horror films it's like really good to do because it's super cheap you just need to like go down somewhere you're your own camera but cameraman and actor if you're the only one there and like i believe you know? this was 2016 okay but yeah the video basically it's it's just very short video but basically it's him walking in the dark in the catacombs and he gets freaked out by something down there and drops video camera and he cuts, basically. Hmm. So you can't, there's like no way to tell if it's a real thing or anything or if it was made for clickbait. Mm-hmm. But anyways, creepy. And that probably is what the descent is. No, that came out later. Yeah, there's no did. way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, creepy. We can watch the video after. I think the teapot is whistling and I have to go. Sorry, my milk is boiling over. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't because my mushrooms need watering. In the, in the school pot? Yeah. In the pot holder. Yeah, in the school pot holder. Yep. I mean, we do have to make biscuits. We do have to make biscuits. I'm so excited for biscuits. Anyways, yeah, we can watch that video at some point. It's only like three minutes long. It's kind of fun. What's it called so that people can go watch it if they want to? I'm not sure. It's uploaded on... YouTube, uh, and there's like a bunch of different reaction videos and whatever. But if you just look at Par- Paris Catacombs Lost Man footage, you'll find it. Okay. It is a pretty popular video because creepy. Yeah, people like creepy shit. People do like creepy shit, obviously. Obviously. Saying as we have started this podcast based on creepy shit. 
how long it's a three minute video yeah i think it's probably a worth a watch but i think it's probably more of one of those things where it's like um an easy way to make a film sort of thing especially depending on what base he uses to be like i was so scared about this thing um i mean they never found the guy who did it who made the video they just found the camera and they were never able to identify the guy either hmm are you sure like nothing came out and said like oh this was my video nope because like i'm pretty sure there was that like if you remember the um the buzzfeed writer who had like he was trying to show everybody his like haunting mm -hmm. in his house. Pretty sure that was ended up being maybe some of it was true, but it, I think I've heard that there's supposed to be a movie coming out about his situation. So it like could have been a really good way for him to be like creating yeah. buzz and like proving that he could make a story. So like it's hard to tell with those things. Yeah, no, this guy was just like we don't know who it was, and we never found where he went. Hmm. That is interesting. Should I play the video for you? Mm, okay. Well, any extra thoughts, comments, concerns, questions? I'm really, I'm really surprised that there aren't more cases of that. Like the cases of people being like, hauntings, or um, people going missing. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, I'm really curious about the, like, cult that was living in there, probably. I know, or I want to know who it was. It's at least a commune. Or how they got in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is kind of cool, but it's also, like, creepy. Yeah, very creepy. Cool pictures, though, if you want to go take a look at it. Yeah, I looked at the movie theater, and, like, that one was actually, like, kind of cool. If it wasn't surrounded by a bunch of dead people. I mean, it's Europe. It's so old, everything is surrounded by a bunch of dead people. But that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised that there aren't, especially since I feel like in terms of cities that I've looked into, I don't feel like Paris has come up as like a particularly haunted, haunted city, city, which is odd. Either that or they're just really good at hiding it. Or... French people die happy, and so there aren't ghosts. <laughs> they're just always intoxicated. They're, so they're all like, fine with it exactly. when they go. I feel like with how much blood there is in that city, as well as bones and, like, limestone on top of it, mm -hmm. everything else, and also there's, like, water throughout the entire city. Well, you've also got the whole ass French Revolution. That's what I'm talking about with the blood in mm -hmm. the city, because there were so many people that, like, got beheaded, and the blood just you know, ran into the into city. Into the city mm -hmm. And, like, we didn't really have subways, subway sewer systems. We also didn't have subways back then. True, we definitely did not <laughs> have subways back then. So, I don't know if maybe we're just not being told the stories of, like, haunted Paris. Yeah, my guess is we just don't know the stories. Because, like, There's I, definitely, they're there. I just don't know them. Because I feel like all of the, like, French stuff I know of that is haunted comes out of New Orleans which was a French colony, but in a completely different area. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Who knows exactly? So, if you're in France, um, and you know of a ghost story, I would love to hear it, because I don't know how there isn't a haunting in every location. Especially in how old a city France is. 
not yeah, France, I mean, Paris, but like a country too. Even our hometown has hauntings. I feel like every city just has hauntings. Yeah. You just have to know where to look. And then we have to talk about the Portland stuff now, because we already know about the the Portland Shanghai tunnels, and there has to be other things, because there's so much water up here. Also, it's old as fuck, too. Well, not old as fuck, but old. I mean, land is old, but yeah. we don't know the history of the land, because We killed all the people who lived on it, yeah. Colonizers. Shall we wrap up? I guess so. So we're gonna, I think we're gonna try to go back to weekly now. Um, and then we'll try to build on top of that now that me and Ella are, like, together all the time. Sounds good. Heck yeah. Y'all get more content. We get more fun recording time. More creepy stuff. It's been a little sad to be doing it every other week, so. I know. So, we're excited to go back to normal (laughs) as well. And then we just started, we just realized that, um... Like, it's almost her anniversary again. Yeah. So we years? were like, oh, oh, we have to do something. Yeah. That's next month. If y'all have been here since the beginning, thank you. I hope we've gotten better. We have, in quality, for sure, gotten better. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for thank listening. You, thank you. Thank you. We love you, our ghosts and ghouls, and thank you for being patient with us. You can find us on Instagram at nope underscore I'm underscore scared. Follow us, like us, shoot us a DM. We're always happy to chat with you guys. Um, and if you want to send in any stories, tips, tricks, suggestions, I don't know. Anything. Um, whatever. We have an Insta... Not an Insta. Wow. She just wow. <laughs> we have an email and it's a nope I'm scared podcast at gmail.com. Also, please continue to rate and review because it always makes us so happy when we hear from you guys about so things. Um, and I definitely know our Spotify one needs some more. I mean, both of them do need some more reviews and ratings. So keep them coming. Woo! Well, I don't have anything else. So I'll just wish you a very spooky day, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.